Hi, I'm Jen, and this is Talking in Bed, the podcast where I discuss niche interests, burning questions, movies, TV shows, foreign languages, and other sundry topics. If you like unfocused, opinion-based shows, then stick around. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm having a weird day myself. I had recorded some stuff about the Chrissy Teigen situation. And I was like half happy with it. Uh, but I I didn't have a lot of like the details down on when certain things were said. And I didn't know how much of the whole storyline to include. And, um, so I I was kind of bumbling over these, like, details and being like, well, I think this was a month ago, or I think that was for this long, and, and so that kind of bothered me, but I liked my assessment of, uh, certain aspects of the Chrissy Teigen situation, if you're following it, and, um, I don't know. I'm um I'm very like stuck in my I I'm getting into my head as people like to say uh and I'm having the issue of like I want to make I want to make a podcast. I want to do all of these creative things, but um I'm lacking the energy for it, you know, so it's like, and then I feel frustrated by the idea of making another podcast episode where I just kind of like talk off the top of my head, um, because somehow that doesn't seem like good enough to me, like that feels, um lazy and you know it's like what's the point of that I get I you know I've been really thinking a lot lately about the kind of creators who I really enjoy like YouTube creators sorry it is after night shift I am tired that's probably part of it too is that I'm tired and um, just like writers that I like, like David Sedaris. And the frustrating thing about, <laughs> it's so silly, but the frustrating thing about like watching or reading stuff from people that you really like is that if you are also a creative person or if you feel the need the desire to create something, it's so annoying to not be able to crystallize your thoughts as well as the people that you like seem to be able to. And um, I don't know if that's part of like having ADHD. It probably is, but um, it's really frustrating. Like on any given day, I have a lot of thoughts that run through my head that I like, that I find interesting, 
But I struggle endlessly to put those um, thoughts into like functional uh, to filter them in some way and make them like palatable and interesting for a listener and you know doing that without revealing I don't know too much about myself really like the thing with Chrissy Teigen is or the current situation is that I wanted to talk about the the comments that people have left on her Instagram and um because they're like horrifying comments. I mean, people are saying really nasty stuff to her. And I feel like, <clears throat> look, if you'll just indulge me, I don't have all of the details on who said what, when exactly. Okay. Chrissy Teigen, very popular on Twitter. I don't know when she became popular. I want to say it was like seven years ago. And since then, people, some people have loved her. Some people have really hated her because she's liberal and she's had, I guess she's probably had little spats with Donald Trump on Twitter. And to me, I always found her, uh, some stuff she said was funny, you know, some tweets that I saw. Mostly, I didn't think her stuff was that funny, but not, it just wasn't for me. It just wasn't my kind of humor. To me, Chrissy Teigen is like the epitome of millennial humor, even though she's, I don't know, she might be the same age as me, maybe a little bit older. Um, So, you know, she's just been around. She's an internet personality and... um. Some people think she's funny and other people think she's really annoying and that she's like uh, kind of fake woke or something. And I don't know. I don't I don't know enough about that because I'm not really into the whole Twitter world. Um, And she has tweeted weird things out in the past you know, 10 years or so, she's tweeted some weird stuff about kids, which you can find if you Google it. And more famously, she tweeted some really nasty, not nice things to a then like 15, 16 year old teenager who named Courtney Stodden, who was marrying this old man this 50 year old man and um it's only really come out in the past like two months that Chrissy would tweet to her like basically telling her to kill herself and uh would dm Courtney saying that as well and when Courtney spoke about that they were like, this was like a big reveal and um, people got very upset. And then <laughs> Chrissy made this apology 
if you can call it that, on Twitter. And it's one of the worst apologies I've ever read in my life. And um, I I liked my analysis of the apology, so I'll probably insert that here. Okay, so... On May 12th of this year, 2021, Chrissy tweeted out, Not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past bullshit in front of the entire world. Which is like, nobody expects you to feel lucky? No, That would never be an expectation that you would feel lucky to be absolutely like raked over the coals it's just a it's such a clumsy way of trying to appeal to your audience like right out the gate you know I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be I was an insecure attention-seeking troll I am ashamed and completely embarrassed at my behavior but that is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel I have worked so hard to give you guys joy and be beloved, and the feeling of letting you down is nearly unbearable, truly. That is, that is such a crazy uh, (laughs) couple of sentences. In an apology to one person, A public apology, you would expect a private apology to have been made, or to be made at least, and this is just the public apology because, you you know, having allowed this whole thing to play out publicly, now you have to address it publicly. Courtney's name doesn't come up until the second tweet, right? So, uh, up until I'm ashamed and completely embarrassed at my behavior, but that dot, dot, dot. And then in second tweet, Courtney comes up. Courtney's name should probably be in the first sentence of that apology. She should also probably be added, you know, uh, tagged. She is not tagged. And as far as I know it, currently, Courtney is blocked by Chrissy. So, (laughs) you know who does come up in the second, third, and fourth sentence of this apology that I have read so far is I, (laughs) she comes up in, she brings herself up in every sentence so far. And, and has yet to say, I'm sorry, right? If you were going to say I in this apology so far, that should be one of the first things that, uh, that you address. I'm sorry at Courtney Stodden or something. I mean, maybe that's a little too, and, and then put all of the other stuff in there, right? Uh, Embarrassed and completely ashamed and completely embarrassed at my behavior. That is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel. I have worked so hard, oh God, to give you guys, again, so we get a brief mention of Courtney, right back to Chrissy's feelings about herself and her audience. 
I worked so hard to give you guys joy and be beloved, and the feeling of letting you down is nearly unbearable. Truly, the feeling of letting you down is what's nearly unbearable. Truly. The feeling of having told a teenager to kill herself, that's not the unbearable part. That's just incomparable to the shame and embarrassment that she feels about her behavior. I mean, really, you could not, if you tried to write a less, if you tried to write a disingenuous apology, I don't think you would even come up with this level of narcissism. (laughs) These were not my only mistakes and surely won't be my last. As hard as I try, but God, I will try. You can, I mean, that is, (laughs) now I'm getting upset. (laughs) Now that I'm really dissecting this, I'm getting kind of upset. These were not my only mistakes. And So we'll get to the comments, but the really interesting thing is that I've, I've been on social media since I didn't really have a MySpace page, not one that I really used. I, I missed that, but I had Facebook since 2004 and, um, or, or 05, I can't remember when it, uh, became available to like all college students. I've never, to my knowledge, I don't think I ever told somebody to kill themselves that, you know, based on my experiences in my life, I would not have said that to somebody. That was a very sensitive topic for me, and it still is, and I wouldn't have said that to somebody. And... I don't think that I said weird things about children. I I really don't think I said that, you know? So those are really bad mistakes to have made, right? Uh, And to think that those aren't the only ones, it's like, oh my God. (laughs) I feel like maybe social media was a mistake for you, at least. For her, it was a mistake, it might have benefits for other people, but for Chrissy, it was a mistake to, yeah. All right, let's keep going. I have tried to connect with Courtney privately. Do or do not. There is no try, especially when you're apologizing for having bullied somebody. You know, do or do not. I have tried to connect with Courtney privately. Where is Courtney hiding? Do we know where they are? You know, (laughs) shall we be sending out a search party for Courtney? Because I feel like Chrissy's probably fairly well connected. She can't find Courtney. But since I publicly fueled all this, I want to also publicly apologize. And you so know that what she, Chrissy, uh, really wants to say is, yes, I said all of this, but it was Courtney who brought it all back up, right? 
This could have been a let sleeping dogs lie situation, but Courtney had to bring it all up. I'm so sorry, Courtney. I hope you can heal now knowing how deeply sorry I am. I mean, just... That sentence isn't, uh... (laughs) Cheaper words have never been spoken. And I am so sorry. This is so Courtney's name has come up three times in this uh, apology. I am so sorry to let you guys down. I will forever work on being better than I was 10 years ago, one year ago, six months ago. And uh, that's the that's the big apology. And let me tell you, people, uh, they didn't really like it that much. Um, they were not fans of this. The thing that, so I don't like what she said. Clearly, I don't like it. I have some choice words for Chrissy that I think, you know, that kind of get stirred up when I really dig into this apology. It's upsetting to think of, a teenager being bullied by an adult like that. It really is. Because at the time, Chrissy was in her mid-20s. She may have even been in her late 20s. I think she's a little bit older than I am. Um, And I'm in my mid-30s now. Uh, It's really, it's distressing, you know? Um, And so I can understand that people are angry with her. It's a real letdown. It's a real, you know, it kind of feels like, here's the worst part about cancel culture or, you know, holding our beloved celebrities whom we have parasocial relationships with accountable. It's such a fucking letdown. You know, it's like, you can't, you're just constantly waiting for like, which celebrity or, you know, even a minor celebrity, which YouTuber that you like is, is going to just, the curtain will be pulled back and you'll see how disappointing they are as a person. And what does that say about you that you liked this person so much and they were secretly or even openly doing and saying like terrible things, but the, the, uh, you know, culture at the time was more accepting of that kind of behavior. And now of course it feels like there's so little behavior that isn't being judged on social media. And the, level of vitriol in the comments on uh, Twitter and on Instagram is like, it's shocking. And I can't, of course, I think about Courtney being a human being, of course, you know, I read that apology, I can see that it's total bullshit. It's just a paper thin lip service to her audience. And how did a publicist ever tell her that that was fine, that this was going to pass? 
I just can't wrap my head around that. You know, a, a, a good person should know better than to make half the apology about themselves. Uh, you know, and what <laughs> I'm trying to divide up a hundred percent. Let's do it. But half of it is about themselves and how they feel about their behavior. Uh, a quarter of it is about their audience. And then the rest, the little rest left over is about the person who they're apologizing to. I mean, that is just crazy to me. So, um, uh, Courtney did actually, she says that she accepted the apology, though she felt, it was actually a a pretty good response that I want to find. Okay, so this is Courtney's response. So, Courtney took a screenshot of their phone, and it shows that Courtney that they tried to look at Chrissy's Twitter account, but couldn't because they're blocked by Chrissy. And um, I think it's... So she... uh, Courtney accepted Chrissy's apology, which I'll read that, but I think it is so... If it weren't so sad, it would be funny that in an apology acceptance, this person... (laughs) posted like well okay I'll accept it but you blocked me (laughs) um so this is what Courtney wrote I accept her apology and forgive her but the truth remains the same I have never heard from her or her camp in private in fact she blocked me on Twitter all of me wants to believe this is a sincere apology but it feels like uh, a public attempt to save her partnerships with Target and other brands who are realizing her wokeness is a broken record so I think it's, um, you know, generous, I suppose, of Courtney to at least publicly accept the apology. Um, it certainly is not an apology that I would accept if somebody had said something really horribly, uh, you know, degrading to me when I was younger. I'll read the tweets in a minute. There's only like three or four tweets that have been saved. And um, it, it's it's not an apology I would ever accept, even publicly, because it's such a nonsensical apology that, you know, if it was that important to me, if it was that important to me, I, I probably wouldn't have said what Courtney had said. I, I would have said, you know, I just would have said what was on my heart. But, you know, we can't know what Courtney really thinks about that. Maybe they just don't want to deal with it in the public eye anymore. They just kind of want to move past it. Uh, and deal with it privately. And, um, you know, <laughs> some of the background is that 
Courtney only came out with this information uh, when when Chrissy had decided to leave Twitter because it had become a negative place. Now, I'm not really sure why it had become a negative place besides that, you know, I guess Chrissy herself had done some negative things on Twitter in the past. But um, I know that Chrissy uh, unfortunately had a stillborn this past year or uh, last autumn 2020 I want to I think and so I I think it's probably been a very difficult past couple of months for her and so Twitter being what Twitter is it's kind of a negative place in my eyes and um, so she, she had decided to step away from Twitter and I guess like three weeks later she came back and but in that time uh, Courtney had done an interview and revealed this information about Chrissy basically bullying her back when she was a teenager and she was involved with this older man married to this older man and um, so it's all the timeline is kind of like it's a little bit difficult for me to pin it down because it spans such a significant amount of time. And there's so many different like tangential things of what makes people not like Chrissy so much, you know, um, I I don't know. I don't really know where I was going with that, but, um, so I, I can obviously see that these are both like, human beings of course and that a teenager who was in a very bad situation and got married to an older man uh didn't need to be bullied by other people in the media when they were already getting a lot of uh you know there was a lot of media focus on what Courtney was getting out of this relationship and nothing about why a 50-year-old was marrying a teenager. You know, a literal 50-year-old. I'm not, like, exaggerating. Uh, And, you know, at the same time, I can... I really feel a lot of empathy for Chrissy's, you know, loss of her child. I mean, it's just that's horrible, you know. So it's kind of like a really sad situation. And, um, and the comments that people made, I was like, horrified by the comments that people were making. So let me read the, let me read the tweets that Chrissy made just so we're all on the same page. Okay, so these are just like, the particular offending tweets um in October these are uh from 2011 and 2012 these tweets and they're all Courtney is tagged in all of these so it's not like Chrissy doesn't know how to tag her uh my my Friday fantasy you dirt nap mm, baby uh then another one says Go to sleep forever. Another one says, I don't really understand this, but 
real curvy body that's in quotes never ceases to make me laugh out loud thank you so much at courtney stodden you are truly a twitter dream i it that sounds like it's a funny thing but i think she might be saying that in a a negative way like i'm laughing at you in, in the context of these other these other ones the following tweet is i hate you she just she just tweeted that at Courtney. I hate you. Uh, another one is, what drugs make? What drug makes you do that with your mouth? Asking for a friend who really wants to know how to look like an idiot. Thanks. Uh, and the last one is, do you have a family? So now the really interesting thing is, I don't think that Chrissy Chrissy worked as a model before kind of becoming a, a Twitter name. Um, I don't think that she had a following at this time because these tweets in the screenshots, at least, there's like, you know, it's just low numbers. It's like normal numbers. So like seven likes, 11 one like, you know, and just a really average number of retweets. And so it, you know, I think that at the time she was probably tweeting as if it didn't matter, as if she was like a normal person, right? That was just her kind of before she became the Chrissy Teigen that we know, you know, that we are aware of at least. And so I think that that is certainly interesting. Now, we, you know, we've all been on the internet for a long time now. And the odds that we've said things that we don't remember saying that, really we wouldn't like feel good about it now it's a high chance that that has happened you know I can't claim that I've never said anything using my own name that I wouldn't feel good about I don't know if that sentence made sense uh it's possible but I would really stake my life on never having suggested to somebody that they should kill themselves that's not something that I would have you know done in my internet life just based on my own personal life experiences I, I wouldn't say that to somebody I wouldn't tweet weird things out about kids I wouldn't do that you know and so it does make one wonder it it's it's a head scratcher you know and it's not I mean Chrissy you know in her statement I, I'd prefer to call that a statement more than an apology I think in her statement she does say you know I was insecure and whatever else she says uh but I don't know man oh gosh I don't know man it uh it's not great and yet i don't think 
that um, a lot of these responses are, you know, necessary. I I do think some people try to some people try to reason with her maybe um some people try to be understanding of her perspective you know fans of hers try and say well we've all said things that we didn't mean to we've all done things we aren't proud of um you know you've grown and you're a different person now that kind of generic stuff and then there's a lot of um really a lot of anger so just kind of generic ones bye Chrissy your time is up middle finger emojis um you're only apologizing because you got caught if you actually meant you were sorry you would apologize a long time ago I'm only 14 and I would never say that to anybody disgusting Hashtag save our children. Half, hashtag uh, Chris, cancel Chrissy Teigen. Your kids are going to Google you one day and see you for who you really are. Why? Why do you hurt others? Why do you make inappropriate comments about kids? You should have never been given the place you have. There is good people in this world, not you. You can delete my comment again. Everybody already know who you really are. I think that one is interesting because... um, It's not that I think that all social media was a mistake, but I think that for some people it was a mistake. I think that giving everybody a soapbox was kind of a mistake but there are really great things that have come out of social media definitely it's not been all negative but there is a lot of negative that's come out of it and you know these comments the idea of like a person like sitting at home having 44,000 messages on their Instagram post. These comments that I'm reading, I'm sorry, I didn't say that, are from Instagram rather than from Twitter. Uh, Different audience on Twitter than on Instagram. You know, people definitely got like nastier on Instagram. And um, I I can't imagine what it would be like to have done and said something so, like, terrible. And then, you know, 10 years later to have it, (laughs) to have to, like, own up to it, it must be so embarrassing. And to be, like, to have your world kind of caving in right? I don't know what that would be like. It seems awful. And then on top of it to have just inundated with really uh, angry messages. Well, there's one that says, love you, Chrissy. That's below a message that says, why are you so hateful? Chrissy Teigen is destroying America. Time for your cancellation. 
I want to know what was going through your mind when you made those pedophilic tweets, Miss Chrissy. <laughs> so it's a lot about the uh, the 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 weird kid tweets that she made. You should talk about those deleted tweets because after some of these weird kid tweets came out, she went. In, she ended up deleting like sixty thousand tweets. That's a lot of tweets that were. I don't know. She thought maybe they would come off strangely. It's a lot of tweets. Uh, you need to be thrown in a padded room. The ultimate mean girl. Why are you telling kids to kill themselves? Where have you gone, Chrissy? Back under your rock of hypocrisy. Please do us all a favor and stay there. Hiding? You're very quick to call everyone else out for things, so stand up and take some responsibility for the atrocious things surfacing about you. Oh wait, you're nothing but a virtue signaler with a ver virtue signaler with a very nasty side. Delete your page, sincerely the world. You and the rest of Hollywood were so triggered by Orange Man and you literally tell teens to kill themselves. Wonder which Hollywood people want to have your back now. I hope everyone defunds you. Just kind of using the word defund in a interesting way. I mean, she is her husband's a singer. I don't know that she'll get defunded. Yikes, I'm watching comments getting deleted in real time. Somebody is working overtime tonight. Well, aren't you just vile? Let's not forget about all them pedophilic tweets. Every word in that is capitalized, all cap, except for pedophilic. Your speedy downfall is my daily dose of true world comedy. I love watching evil people crumble into pieces, especially when it's their own medicine that takes them down. See, that is like, I can't imagine writing something like that. Of course, I am doing a whole episode on this topic, but I, I'm, I don't know, that seems like a really excessive message to write and just leave with no kind of like n background of any, it's just kind of like, this is just, that is pure anger, you know? And now the world sees the real Chrissy. Light will always shine upon darkness to reveal, to revel the truth. Evil, evil, evil. Can you imagine if someone sent the messages you did to your daughter? You're despicable. I mean, it, it, it yeah, yes, like that's terrible. And I'm sure that obviously Chrissy wouldn't want somebody to send messages like that to her daughter. Chrissy also sent those messages long before she had children. And I'm not, you know, trying to defend that she did that. But it's like, I don't know. Do you know where I, do you know what I'm saying I'm trying to see the human being in Chrissy and to understand what it must be like to be on the receiving end of messages like that. Uh, 
and to, you know, have your face kind of shoved into this, these stupid tweets that you sent all these years ago that were really hurtful to somebody. Um, I think obviously the, it's not great what Chrissy did. I think that having to deal with it in this part of <laughs> the internet and the social media world, it, it's, it's really rough. You know, in another time and place, Chrissy and Courtney may have dealt with it more privately. If if there was any kind of public anything, it would have been a statement by a PR agent. And then they could have dealt with it on their own between themselves. And this is... You know, unfortunately, it's just a, a total mess, you know. I, I'm really shocked by the things that people are willing to write, pedophile. You're deranged. Now she's quiet. Every celebrity needs called out for not speaking up about what Chrissy did, including the Kardashians. Start bombarding their pages and posts. And I wonder, so somebody wrote a nice message. Uh, Chrissy, we all make mistakes in our life and everyone will always judge our past and twist it as well. I am not who I was 10 years ago and should not be judged today for that. And neither should you. Or anyone. Keep your head up and try to focus on the positive around you. This too will pass. I really have to wonder if Chrissy takes those nice messages to heart, you know? It's really, you look like a boiled lentil. I mean, that, I don't even know how to take that in. That feels, I don't know. It, it, seems like it might be racist I'm not really sure you know it's some sort of comment on her skin tone I just it's like sickening to look at what people have written and you know a lot of people laughing oh my god it's really uh, crazy to me. Now here somebody wrote, uh, count your blessings, Chrissy, because if this young girl had taken her life, they're talking about Courtney, after you said this, that would 100% be on you. You're very, very lucky. I mean, Chrissy was not the only person who was, um, not being nice to this, per to Courtney I, as far as I understand it, you know, I think Courtney got a lot of flack from various sources. Uh, I, and so I'm not sure why 
they meant why the thing with Courtney was kind of at the forefront. Uh, sorry, why the thing with Chrissy was at the forefront of their mind recently in sort of rethinking this experience in their life. It, and that's not a, you know, it's totally fine that they um, were feeling bothered by that. I'm not trying to take away that because you know the things that certain people say during certain parts in our in our lives it can really stay with you even if it is um you know more innocuous than Chrissy making really pointed um not nice bullying comments to Courtney um someone else wrote I know what she did was wrong and every single one of us have done something we wished we could take back from our past. But what makes anyone on here any better for kicking someone when they're already down? I guess that's kind of how I feel about it. That That is really my feeling, you know? <laughs> uh... Then someone wrote, so you don't teach your kids to stand up to bullies? Poor thing. And this woman, Allison Claiborne, wrote, pretty sure I didn't say that. That's who made the initial comment. Someone else wrote, nope, don't feel sorry for her at all. Allison wrote, thanks for your input. I can decide on how I feel. <laughs> I like that. I think that's how I feel. I know that what she did was wrong. Everybody has done things that they wish they could take back from their past. It, it doesn't make it any better when people are on these comments saying these horrendous things. Get off social media, sis. No one wants you here. Somebody wrote, delete yourself. I mean, I'm pretty sure that, you know... How would you interpret that? A lot of people saying delete your social media. Sorry for the dead air. Uh, I'm glad people are holding her accountable again. She played victim so hard last summer when the same thing happened and handled it awfully. I don't know what that story is. I hope you lose your career. For the love of God, loose means not tight. L-O-O-S-E. Lose, L-O-S-E, means <laughs> to not win, the opposite of win. I do not understand how people who speak English natively mother mother tongue cannot decipher between loose and lose when they're spelling that <laughs> makes me very upset um so there are like three uh interesting comments in a row and then I'll leave this comment reading. I read somewhere that you called another woman a whore. You have the nerve to call another woman that when you clearly have stated that you slept with 
your husband on the same day of meeting him. You got the nerve, which is like, I never understand that, you know. Uh, is it just the con, the concept of having sex is not, that's not what makes you a whore, you know? And, uh, I really wouldn't, uh, you know, call it whatever you like. I, I never really liked the idea of, um, shaming somebody for, uh, uh, slut shaming. I don't even know. I mean, it is a handy term, but, um, it's just like making somebody feel bad for having agency over their own body and their life decisions. I mean, it just seemed, that always seemed very odd to me, you know, why, you know, if you maybe project your own feelings of, oh, that's not a very fulfilling life to live. That's maybe one thing, but then why shame them for it? If you think that they're having sex on the first day, they meet somebody because they're a sad person who's insecure. Why would you shame them for that? You know, I never understood that. So that kind of line of thinking uh, is really foreign to me to, you know, sleep with whoever you want, whenever you want, you know? there might be consequences if you're sleeping with married people, but, or, you know, whatever, like committed coupled people who are monogamous, you might have consequences to deal with. But, um, generally I would say if, if everybody's like, if everybody's thumbs up about it, it, I don't know. I don't get that. Uh, y'all are doing exactly what you reproach her. End of sentence. Obviously, there's a four left off there. But again, it's just, I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of the same kind of bullying going on that people are quite upset about. And the last one, if any of the people here posting negative comments can think of what they might have done 10 years ago, that your own actions or words didn't hurt or affect anyone, think again. No one is perfect and we all make mistakes. And that is true, you know. Um, shall I read the responses? You don't have a choice. I mean, you could shut this off, of course, but. Agree, but I never told anyone to take their life. That's a special kind of crazy. I respect that. Thank you. That was the initial person who said I respect that. Which, I, yeah, I mean, it's a special kind of... Wow, you really went all in on saying something not nice. Actions have consequences, sweetheart. End of story. And then someone else wrote, But people who made mistakes years ago have apologized and shown remorse for them. That's different. That's the difference between someone who's made mistakes and someone who could care less about what they've done and is not sorry. She's evil! And uh, the initial poster wrote, that's what I'm hearing. So, I don't know. I, uh, I just feel like I'm trying to take in this whole place that we're in right now uh in terms of the internet and how it affects our 
real lives and, um, you know, as much as I like to think of the internet as being separate from real life, it plays such an integral role in real life that it can't be separate. This is real life. This is happening in real life. I'm reading it in real life. And people are really writing that kind of stuff. And I guess <laughs> what I would say is maybe have a look through your old so your social media. Go back 10 years and just have a look at what you posted. What kind of pictures did you post? And um, just comb through and get rid of some stuff. Even if you think you'll never be famous. I would just really recommend that everybody has a little look through their internet history. At least the internet history that is connected to your name. And, um, or your face, you know. Just, just make sure that you haven't said or done anything that, uh, you know, that you kind of think, well, this might not age that well, you know? And otherwise, if you see that a person is already being dogpiled on and bullied, you don't have to add to it. Whatever you feel about the situation, somebody already said it, I'm sure, and if they haven't, they will. You don't have to be one of the voices that are adding into it. You can just not type. You can just click it away. You have that power to just click it out of your vision and go look at something that makes you laugh or something that makes you uh, smile or think about your feelings or, <laughs> you know, you you have the ultimate control over what you do on the internet and what you look at and what you say and how you say it. And it can be very tempting to want to express uh, angry feelings on the internet, especially when somebody that we liked let us down, which I think is a big part of this is like the thing that <laughs> part, part, one of the most upsetting things about cancel culture is how often people that we like and, uh, you know, um, yeah, have let us down. You know, cancel culture is not like, I think that term gets used a little too often when, when more often it's somebody did something terrible and it, it's coming up, you know, uh, maybe it's a while later, but you know, somebody said or did something that was upsetting and there's a record of it. Um, and, you know, so I know it can be hard to not want to express your opinion um, when you feel, when a situation makes you feel something on the internet. So whether you like the person or not, you, you really don't have to. It's not a requirement. The situation will not be helped by your opinion, most likely. Uh you know, 
if you want to offer words of encouragement to somebody who's being bullied, that's a nice thing. I think that's probably a a valuable opinion to share. If you just want to share an angry opinion, I don't know. You could just as easily just click it away. Just click it away and do something. Sharing an angry opinion isn't going to uh, enrich your life at all. It really won't. I know it's nice to get angry and to really like rage out on that anger. But um, I promise you there are better better things to do with your energy and it doesn't have to be something that I think or society thinks is a better thing. You do whatever you think is a better thing to do with your energy. But I assure you that writing an angry message is not, uh, it's not one of them, you know. So I don't know. I just, this situation has just made me think a lot about how we need to be more thoughtful about what we have posted in the past and the things that we've said in the past that there are records of said or or you know did and it's made me think a lot more about how I use you know how does my I'm looking at this fucking thing all day so I hope that I'm looking at things that are that make me feel better, you know, and not worse. I don't want to look at nasty messages from people to people that they don't know, you know. I want to look at things that make me laugh. Um, and so, I don't know, I just hope maybe that was in... <laughs> Maybe that was a poorly expressed podcast, but you email me and let me know, okay? (laughs) So I did it. I put out a fucking podcast. I can go about my, the rest of my week knowing that I put out a podcast. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. Rock and roll. Bye-bye.